0: Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Editor Knows Best. My name is Katira Poland. I am the CEO of Love for Words, which is an editing boutique. And I'm also the creator of Editor Knows Best, the podcast that you're tuned into right now. We do have a very special guest today, but before we get into the interview, just to remind you, Editor Knows Best airs every other Monday, 7 p.m. Eastern. Anywhere you can find a podcast, you can find Editor Knows Best. Thank you so much for tuning in and keeping up with our episodes and what we're doing here. I really do appreciate um, your listenership. So thank you. Um, And as I shared, we do have a very special guest. She is an up and coming book editor and author based in Maryland. In 2020, she graduated from George Mason University with a, a Bachelor of Fine Arts in Creative Writing and a minor in Global Affairs. She spent her sophomore year in South Korea learning the language and culture. She continued her study abroad ventures in Galway, Ireland, where she partook in a summer creative writing program. Since graduating, Jasmine learned valuable skills in reader engagement as a copywriter and and honed er, her understanding of language as an English tutor. At the end of 2021, she started her book editing business. She has worked with authors on nonfiction and fiction books. She's also had the privilege of working alongside KP Publishing, an indie publishing house based in California. As her business continues to grow, she hopes to help more inspiring authors get their books published and build long-term relationships with her clients. Today's guest is Jasmine Jules. Thank you so much for joining us today, Jasmine.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here.
0: You're welcome. Did I pronounce... Galway Ireland correctly <laughs> I,
1: yeah um Galway Ireland
0: Galway okay <laughs> I, I probably I figured <laughs> there was a better uh, correct way to say that um but that's okay <laughs> Galway Ireland and again thank you so much for joining us uh, myself and our audience would love to know more about your journey to becoming an author so if you could tell us um of course the name of your book what motivated you to write your book, and then a little bit about what that experience was like.
1: Um, So I've actually been writing since I was in elementary school, and I first started with writing in a script format, so I wasn't at first comfortable writing description and Um, I leaned more heavily on dialogue, and then as I got older, I started saying, oh, okay, uh, let me try my hand at writing with dialogue. And that's when I started writing uh, more short stories in high school. And when I went to college, I actually started out with a global affairs degree, and then I switched to a creative writing uh, BFA because I realized that Uh, I enjoy learning about different cultures and I want to travel, but my main calling was to be a writer and be in the publishing world. So that's why I made that switch. Mm -hmm. And when I started writing my fantasy novel, it was in 2018 when I was in South Korea is when I got the idea for it. And I had basically been playing around with the idea of all this time uh with uh getting the first manuscript written and when i was taking my creative writing courses i was learning different techniques and uh getting the first chapters uh workshopped by other students in my class and basically we were giving new ideas about what could possibly happen in the story. And from there, I also was watching videos on YouTube of different uh, author tubers of how they wrote their stories or different tips that they were giving for writing. And that's when I started uh, really taking the process of writing my fantasy novel seriously. And since I outlined the first draft this past April, I actually started writing the first manuscript entirely from beginning to end in May, and I'm halfway through the manuscript now, and I've played around with the title of my novel Mm -hmm. uh, so much. I am still trying to uh, decide on the best title for it because I believe that uh, there's so many different names that it could have. Uh, but I'm still working on the title of it. Um, it, It'll come to me one day.
0: (laughs) Awesome, awesome. Yeah, sometimes it takes time, and usually when you're not thinking about it is when um, your book title will come to you. So um, thanks for telling us a little bit about your journey and when you started writing. So what motivated you to write your book specifically and the title of your book? Oh, you're working on it. excuse me. Yes. Okay. What motivated you to write? And tell us a little bit about that journey, um, mm-hmm. you know, the process of your writing and becoming published.
1: Um, it's actually interesting because when I was in South Korea, I was working a job on campus and that job took a lot of my time. And it was during the spring semester, because I was there during the fall and the spring semester, Um, I kind of was looking around all of South Korea and was like, wow, it's such a beautiful country. And, you know, when you're in a new environment, you get re-inspired to write. And I wanted to move away from just writing uh, short stories to writing a full-length novel and the... The place that I lived in South Korea is called Songdo and it is a artificial island and I'm also uh, Caribbean so my family's from the Bahamas in Haiti and I always was like oh you know it would be interesting to write a fantasy novel about people living on different islands and uh, create like a magical realm based off of that and so taking all of those ideas and matching it together I was like yeah I'll definitely write a book about uh, people that are living on islands and uh, they're connected to the spiritual realm and also uh, nature and seeing how they have to solve problems in this new society that I'm imagining in my head
0: awesome yes (laughs) that's definitely um, creative perspective and that sounds like something very exciting to read and see how the you know see the differences and the similarities between those you know island cultures so that Mm -hmm. sounds like a fantastic read so thank you for having the courage to put the story out there and share with the world and I know that it'll resonate with your your target market because your passion comes through um so thank you again so for um yeah so for the book and that process what was your least favorite and most favorite part of the process?
1: Um, you know, I think that the interesting thing is that the best part of the process and the worst part of the process are kind of the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is discovering what the actual story is. Uh, because I have so many different ideas. I want it to be more of a dark fantasy and with that i was wondering like how dark should i start it should it start off really twisted or should i slowly progress that way or should i start out kind of happy you know where you're the reader's unsuspecting of what will happen and then Mm -hmm. and then the turn happens later on so i played around with like reversing um the chain of events and then um also really understanding your characters i think A fun thing to do is kind of uh, figure out what your characters do and who they are but at the same time I've realized that when you kind of over plan your characters when you start writing them for me at least it feels like you as the author are kind of deciding what they're doing instead of letting the character be its own person or it's I don't know, maybe your character is an animal, but like, (laughs) like letting your character be its own entity and like take you where it needs, uh, take you where it needs to go. I think that when I was over planning who my characters were, it was harder to write them, actually.
0: Right. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, I definitely see that as a challenge. So I typically edit and write nonfiction. So Mm -hmm you know, I don't have that creative element and, you know, um, developing characters and things like that. Uh, But (laughs) I'm always fascinated to hear, you know, perspectives from fiction writers because that presents an entirely um, another, it can be another struggle, but there's also so much reward when you're writing fiction because it's literally what you imagine. So (laughs) thank you for sharing that with the audience. And are there tools or resources that you use that help you on the journey that you would recommend to our listeners?
1: Uh, Yes, definitely. Um, I actually started uh, using Scrivener because it was recommended from an author tuber that I had watched. I can't remember who it was specifically right now, but I had used Scrivener to basically uh, plan the characters and get their description and then uh, each act that was going to be a part of the story I planned it on Scrivener as well I would also say that a tool that I would say would be good to use is just reading books Um, because if you are trying to write a book but you don't know like how to write a book or what a good book looks like Mm-hmm. then it's kind of hard to create your own. Um, and I'd also say not just reading books that are in the genre that you want to write, but books of all genre expands your knowledge and uh, helps you develop your creativity because you can say, oh, I like this element from romances and I like this element from fantasies or horror books. Then uh, you kind of have it all swirling around in your head and then you can create your own
0: little masterpiece. Mm -hmm. for sure thank you for sharing that Um, and Mm -hmm. I agree that reading is very important Um, Mm -hmm. as an author and as an editor um, if you're working in the publishing field that reading piece is going to be imperative to you know gain more knowledge and become better at your craft so Mm -hmm. I absolutely agree with you there Jasmine Um, and I'm sure the listeners will appreciate that um, advice as well so when you wrote your book did you edit? Did you self-edit? Or did you hire an editor to um, edit your book? And what was the reasoning behind what, whichever choice you made?
1: Well, right now, I'm still in the first draft process for okay. this book. But I will say that... Uh, A lot of times when people are writing their first draft, they tend to backspace a lot or want to over edit the sentences before they even finish the first draft. So I think that it's important to just write uh, immediately instead of constantly overthinking what's on the page. So I would say that for the first draft, you would just write and then self edit the second time you look at it so write everything down self-edit the first time around or maybe two times before you hand it over to an editor uh, just to make sure that what you're giving to the editor is something that you would be proud of someone else seeing Um, I I think that maybe that also comes with my own personal uh, feelings even when I was in my creative writing courses I was taking um, memoir classes and fiction classes. And each time we had to hand in a work, a lot of students would hand in their very first draft, Mm -hmm. but I was always the person that would self edit before I gave it to my classmates to workshop uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) because I just wanted to show the best that I could at Mm -hmm. the time. So I think that that approach before you hand it over to an editor would help you feel more confident and also get the most out of the service
0: mm-hmm. and I absolutely agree um, and I mean I recommend to my clients that you do self-edit before you turn it into an editor it saves the editor time and in turn it saves the client money so mm-hmm. if you take that time to go through it you'd be able to catch you know some of the you know, most common errors instead of having to pay for every single, you know, issue or error. Um, and of course, that sends your invoice up. So I absolutely recommend um, self-editing. There is, I do have a free self-editing checklist over on my website. That's love 4 com, love 4 com. So you can check that out if you need it. So thank <laughs> you, Jasmine, for sharing that with our audience. That's definitely really helpful. So you may, I know that Sometimes I encounter uh, prospective clients who are hesitant to work with an editor. Um, Sometimes they're sticker shock. Sometimes they don't understand the value of editing. Um, So they um, tend to, again, be hesitant about that process. So what would you say to our listeners who are maybe um, unsure of whether or not they need an editor or not clear on what the value of an editor is?
1: Well, I would say that A lot of people worry about getting an editor, mainly because of the price. I've seen that some people will try to do it all by themselves or uh, go the beta reader route or, you know, even though beta readers, I do think, are an important part of the equation. But I think that having an editor is important, especially if you want to do the copy editing, proofreading, all of that. Uh, to have someone that fully understands language and uh, the nuances, because sometimes a reader will read a sentence in a book and they'll be like, something about this sentence. I'm not sure why, but it doesn't feel right. But they can't tell you why it doesn't feel right, you right. know. But if you have an editor, you get the reassurance that that person uh, understands if the book you're writing is in is in English that. Uh, They are an expert in the English language, you know, so you are getting your book read and checked over by a specialist and you can have more confidence when you are putting it on maybe self-publishing or traditional publishing that the thing that doesn't get more reads isn't because of bad grammar you know or maybe if you're doing a manuscript evaluation or developmental editing uh the reason why someone puts your book down isn't because uh you never got an editor it's because of maybe they just don't read that genre you know uh so I think that editing um definitely does uh bring more confidence to you as someone presenting your work out to the world and You know, you just feel... You know, actually, what I would say is that you not just feel comfortable with your book, but you develop a relationship with your editor as well. So, you know, when you have a relationship with your editor, you are uh, communicating with them, and not only are you kind of um, befriending them but you understand their mind they're understanding your mind you get more reassur- uh, reassurance on your writing style because not everybody uh wants an editor to go through and completely erase their you know writing style they want to be reassured that uh the techniques that they're using, the style of writing, everything will be able to translate when the reader gets the book. So I think that's all very
0: important. Absolutely, and I agree with um, all that you share wholeheartedly. Um, Mm -hmm. I would say the most important part of the editing component um, or the editing process is the relationship. So Mm -hmm. um, I encourage all editors and authors to have at the very least a phone call before any work begins because that's the time you're going to use to see if it's a good fit. Um, Mm -hmm. The author may say something offensive to you um, and you may decide this won't be a good fit because that language doesn't resonate with me. Um, Mm -hmm. The editor may say something that um, is off-putting to the author and the author may say, this isn't a good fit. It might be mutual. Maybe both of you say, you know, this isn't a good fit for whatever reason. So it's not so much the fear of it. Well, there is a fear of the editing itself because, you know, when you're getting critique, that comes with anxiety. But for those of you who are anxious about that piece, that will be easier once you have the rapport with the editor. So if you like the editor, they're able to deliver what you want and you um, have a mutual respect and understanding for each other getting feedback from them will be the least of your issues because they'll know how to deliver it in a respectful way. Um, They'll be able to maintain your voice. So focus on that relationship piece in the report more so than, you know, the revisions and the edits. That's the technical component. So that's what I recommend to our listeners. Um, So I definitely agree with you there, Jasmine. So thank you for sharing that with us. And I know you said you're in the process of your actually, in your, of your draft. So I would like to know um, more about um, whether you're going to go traditional or self published route, um, if you've decided that yet. But before we get to that, you have now mentioned author tuber twice. Uh, so I would love for you to tell the audience and myself what that is. I haven't heard that term. So I'm sure um, you know, there's some audience members who maybe don't know what that is. So if you could tell us a little bit about that.
1: Okay, so um, I'm not sure how long this term has been around, but uh, I knew about the term since 2017. And basically, this is a community of YouTubers that are either authors or they are book lovers. So BookTubers are the people that will read the books and give their review about the book tell you the top books that they're reading for this month or what author they're reading and the author tubers are the actual writers that are creating their own books and have a platform to share writing advice for uh, aspiring authors okay fantastic Mm
0: thank you for sharing that with us I feel more knowledgeable you learn something new every day right Mm -hmm. for bringing that to our attention Um, so now we can backtrack to the previous question of, um, since you're in the drafting stage, have you decided if you want to self-publish or go the traditional route, and what was the reasoning behind your decision?
1: Well, it's actually interesting because there are so many things to consider between traditional and self-publishing, and I think that one of the main things that it goes back to every single time I think about it is the timing so with traditional publishing you have to query which can take months and then you have to spend an extended period of time with your uh, publishing team before it can actually hit the shelves and I've heard a lot of times where it takes maybe one or two years for people to get their books traditionally published so if you go that route you have to consider that you could finish your book in 2022 but it won't be published until 2024 mm-hmm. um, so that is a, a really big uh, thing but then if you're traditional published you also have a lot of deadlines that you would have to hit before uh, you uh, can make it to the publishing and that uh, like right now I'm not sure if that's something that I am fully wanting Mm -hmm. but at the same time so many people want the the name of the publishing house on their books Mm -hmm. so I think that is one of the things I'm considering, but with self-publishing, uh, a really enticing thing about it is the time you can publish anything right now, mm-hmm. and then you keep a lot of the revenue as well. So as long as you're good at marketing your book, then the chances of your self-published book doing really well is higher. Mm-hmm. So as of now, I think think i am leaning more towards self publishing but if i happen to find the perfect place to query my book then i will do it but it all just depends on what happens
0: in the future right for sure mm-hmm. thank you for giving us the you know some of the pros and cons of both self publishing and um, traditional publishing i know our listeners Appreciate that, and some of them are in the same boat and not really sure which way they're going to go. So thank you for that insight. Um, so um, it has been a pleasure speaking with you and learning more about your writing and you're in the draft stage and um, what feedback you have regarding editing. So if you could tell everyone where they can follow you or contact you, and also when your book, when and where your book will be available, if you have the published date yet.
1: So. People can find me at www.jasminejewels.com and it's spelled J-A-Z-M-I-N-E-J-U-L-E-S.com. And you can also find me on YouTube with my YouTube channel is also my name with the same spelling. So I hope that people can reach out there and my email address is... JasmineJewels4 at gmail.com.
0: Thank you so much for sharing that. And again, it's it's definitely been a pleasure connecting with you. So feel free to visit her website, jasminejewels.com. That's Jasmine with a Z. If you're looking for her book or editing services or would just like to connect with her to discuss any other uh, pertinent topics, thanks so much, Jasmine. And thank you to the audience, of course, for tuning in again for another episode. Feel free to tune in every other Monday, 7 p.m. Eastern. Anywhere you can find, Editor Knows Best. You can edit, anywhere you can find a podcast, you can find Editor Knows Best. So thank you all for tuning in. Be safe and be well.